uh, the managing director of Harmonic Connections Plus, and also the uh, lead instructor and developer of the 3H pre-apprenticeship workshop, where we have youth from the ages of 12 to 17, and we introduce them to basic construction craft, uh, safety, and uh, also technology. Uh, and what we, uh, our, object, our object is to actually equip these youth to, to be introduced to uh, actual self-sustaining skill sets as it relates to working with their hands and also showing them the importance of uh, uh, creating a sustainable pathway into uh, their, their future goals and uh, the and future generations. And so with the success of this program, we've actually had parents come to us and ask us about how their young people or their young person can navigate the construction uh, industry with its diverse components of craft work, design, and technology. And so with that is the birth and conception of uh, this particular online discussion, paper versus paper. And this is the opportunity where we invite in today's professionals to actually speak with us and provide us with some technique and strategies and insight on how to navigate uh, their career path and also to consider the importance of having uh, a self-sustaining skill set as it relates to working with their hands. So I'm just excited at right now. And what we're going to be doing is invite our, uh, our guest in uh, for today. And uh, he is Patrick Zaki Young, Mr. Zaki Young. We wanted to welcome you to the, uh, to the actual online discussion. Uh, thank you for being with us. We so appreciate you, sir, and uh, uh, just giving us a moment of your time. And just at this particular opportunity, we just want you to uh, introduce yourself to us. All right, hello, audience. My name is Patrick Zaki Young. And um, I'm an IT instructor, as well as a business owner, and I have an IT company. The name of my company is Urban Tech Academy, and it's a company that focuses on IT training for youth and adults. And our goal and objective is not one, not only to introduce them to career paths in technology or information technology, but to get them skills and, and a job in those particular fields especially the high paying industry that is in such a demand for, for a lot of our people of color, people that look like us, people that come from the same um, cultural experience and background of us, but we're very um, highly underrepresented in mm. that profession. And then my goal is to, to, to play my part and do something about it. Wow. Well, Zaki, we uh, so thank you, man, for joining us. And so because we have you at this opportune time, we're going ahead and plug in and actually allow you to, at this moment, provide us with some of this insight. So what we want to do is just kind of start out with a, with a couple of questions. And, and the first one is, is that looking back on your life, what was the most impactful experience have you had that involved working with your hands? Well, I guess it goes back to my childhood and in our community, um, those who had fathers um, were kind of taught certain skills mm. that, um, that was pretty much necessary for for a young person um, mm. to begin to develop into manhood mm. and also to teach him some self-sufficiency, um, some ability to save some money, to 
um, cooperative economics, not only help yourself, but help your brother, your sister. Yeah. So my experience started with actually doing, sitting with my father at the car, changing the oil, doing the, you know, changing brake pads, yeah. um, doing tune-ups. So just some basic stuff that probably most children today wouldn't know anything about how to change brake pads, how to um, give a car tune-up, how to change the oil filter, how to change the oil. So it was just little basic things that's learning about cars because the car is necessary necessary yes, to get the work. Yes, it is. And rather than going to pay someone else to do your brake pads, you always had that. I'm not saying I do my brakes now, but I've always had that luxury of saying, I know how to do brakes. I know how to do oil change. I know if times get rough and I can't afford to pay someone to do it, I can actually do it myself. Come on and talk about it, sir. Talk about it. And that's one of the, the main pushes of, of why we're having this discussion today, because uh, we've seen or we're experiencing uh, through some of our learning institutions a lack of understanding the importance of working with your hands. And some of the vocational studies uh, have been taken out. And so we want to actually uh, bring some attention right, you know, back front and center as it relates to, to working with your hands. So having said that, how do you think these, have, these experiences have has helped you as a professional today? Yes. Well, I realized that, like you said, our educational system has been failing us for years. Mm. Right now, there's a catchphrase slogan from schoolyard to prison yard. And a lot of that because of the educational system and the way that it has been designed is for us to be failures, for us to not like school, for us to not like to be um, feel um, to, 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 to support um, the whole um, institution of education. A lot of us fall short. Yeah. Dropouts. Um, some kids and I'm an educator. I've been teaching school for well over 10 years and I teach at a high school now. But okay. when I think about the young men that I work with, a lot of them are returning citizens or mm -hmm. second chance. And a lot of them have had some, some blemishes and issues on their record. And a lot of it is because of the educational system failing them. Right. However, now they're in school and my job and my role is to say, hey, there's a new way of learning. Let's Come work on, on some hands-on skills. Let's think outside the box. Because part of our culture, part of our tradition is the institution or, or the building of a school was not always the case. We can go and learn under a tree or yes. we can go and learn from sitting at the foot of an elder. We can go yes. through different types of apprenticeships and always have mentors support people around us. That has totally been removed from the from the schools. We now we suffer from overcrowded classrooms where students are struggling for attention. Stu students are looking for um, sense of belonging. And a lot of times when they don't feel appreciated, they run away. They're going to go outside into the community and even just hang on the corner because at least they feel appreciated. So yeah. the goal is for school is to not only give them an enriching um, uh, curriculum, give them an engaging curriculum, yeah. but also to give them a bright future. Because once you learn certain skills, those intangibles that people can't remove from you, you can actually go out there anywhere in the world and be successful. And the education system has been robbing us of that. Yeah, man, that, you 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 hit a great point. And uh, even myself, you having a, a a hand skill is uh, so important and dynamic. Because myself, I went to uh, the University of Tuskegee, Tuskegee University, and majored in architecture. And 
upon graduation, finding a job wasn't ready available for myself. And so I had to know how to navigate uh, that particular uh, time in my life because architecture jobs weren't available, uh, internships weren't available. So I had to I had to get creative. And so, uh, <laughs> so it was a number of things that I had to do, and I'm pretty sure that you had to do. And I know we had a a, a discussion uh, the other day talking about you know those kind of opportunities and finding yourself uh, 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 trying to increase those skill sets and having those skill sets to be able to lead you or assist you in, in different pathways. Did you want to share about what we were talking about uh, when you had ran into that uh, con uh, contractor? Oh yeah, so um, after I graduated college, I was pretty much an entrepreneur. I was actually an entrepreneur while in college. Mm. Even though I went to an HBCU, graduated from an HBCU, a lot of times, like you say, the skills that you learn is not gonna prepare you from day one once you receive that diploma. Yes. So you have to go out and find your way. You have to beg someone for a job. You have to be worthy and prove yourself that you have the skills and talent that they should pay you a high paying job. And I would say that my experience was, was after graduating, I was like, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. I want to go into um, um, investing in real estate. So had no necessary skills in terms of carpentry, electric, no real skills, electric, carpentry, plumbing. I didn't have any of that, but I'm ex-military. I do have leadership skills. Mm. So I actually found myself at a work site, a construction site, saying that if I want to learn how to renovate homes or learn about construction, learn about plumbing, learn about electrician, I got to go where the experts are. I'm not going to go to college and learn this and take two more years of education. I'm going to go on a work site, find the foreman or find the head, um, head, head person and say, well, I want you to teach me how to build a house from from the ground up, from digging the foundation to putting the roofing going to the all the major components, electric plumbing, all of those systems in place and be able to inspect those and know what I'm talking about, reading the blueprints, making sure that everything is according to plans, making everything is according to city or state regulations or to code. I wanted to know that. And I took entire summer, about three months, and I learned from a builder hands-on how to construction management, ordering equipment, um, inspection, certain, inspecting certain systems, making sure they're on schedule. And I learned how to build a home from ground up with actually not putting a nail in the, in the, in the um, wood, not actually running some uh, lines some um, piping for the plumbing. But I was able to use my leadership and actually learn how to build homes. So when I start my investment, real estate investment, I saved a lot of money. I was able to employ other people and knew what I was talking about and not being taken advantage of because I took the time to find a mentor. I took the time, although they didn't pay me a dime, what he taught me, I should have been paying him. Come it's on. Like, it's like going to college, you know? And that's what, that's what, that's, that's educational experience for you. That's what education is all about. It doesn't necessarily mean you go into a classroom and learn theory or practicality without application. Yes. It's all about finding a mentor. That's yeah. what our young people are lacking today. We go to school, but our school is not full of mentors. Our school is not full of tradesmen, people who have gone through their struggles and their issue and understand life 
and able to teach those kids the necessity, what's necessary to put food in their mouth. Yeah. I can learn math, but there's no application to it. I'm, not counting, I'm not counting money unless I'm into dealing drugs or something. So what 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 are we what are we what how are we actually applying the, the knowledge that we're learning in these institutions, whether it's elementary, high school, or college, in, in real time life situations? You know what's so impressive about um, what you're saying, and what really caught my mind was your mindset, not only at the university level. Uh, upon graduating, but while you were in college, as someone that was seeking opportunity and understanding the importance of the grind, you know, getting where you needed to be and also asking the right questions. And that didn't come to you while you were at college. And, and, you, and you, just, you just hit on it, it's being surrounded by uh, mentors and individuals <clears throat> that were explaining to you and walking you through the process. And that's hence this particular discussion, paper versus paper, the importance of not just classroom knowledge, but application knowledge, how to take that knowledge and, and make a sustainable life uh, uh, source, sustainable life source for yourself and your family and your next generation. So uh, Zakiya, Explain and talk to us uh, and talk to, to, to our parents of, on different ways or opportunities or programs that uh, actually uh, are around today that can actually help our youth with this particular mindset or with these particular skill sets. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say this, um, and this is for my parents. You have to go out there and find your child a mentor. Um, um, Baba Eugene and I, we both have a rites of passage program where we actually teach our young men how to become young adults, mm, how to yeah. become responsible, how to plan for the future in terms of um, even surviving um, the world that we live in, just having basic intelligence and knowledge and understanding of the world that we live in, where they fit in the frame of this particular world. Mm. Um, so. One thing about Chicago, and I moved here about 10 years ago from Atlanta, Georgia. Chicago, for me, it was a cultural experience. It is, it's a rough environment. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to find my way. Mm -hmm. And um, the type of person I am, I realized I have to do something about it. So yeah. from day one, when I stepped in Chicago, I, I knew the situation that I was dealing with. And my goal was to be here and do the best that I can to help um change the this environment yeah. so i just been gathering resources and even just occupying although it's a small organization of dedicated men who are training these young men to be warriors and be um and be um um i mean um, go out there and change the world for the better we have other organizations being that we're in chicago that provide the resources for our young people who may have dropped out of high school or may be looking for a job or may be looking for some training. And so there's, um, I would just tell my parents, even my organization, which is Urban Tech Academy is a nonprofit um, founded by me. I'm now the, I'm currently the executive director. And so I do think weekly activities from allowing young men to come into my space and play basketball. 
then once I get them get the hook, I introduce them um, to IT. I, I mean, careers in information technology or IT, from yeah. computer hardware, software, uh, web and app development to even cybersecurity. And so um, and then if they want to go into green energy, they're a part partnering organization where they can learn how to install um, solar panels, go into solar technology. Yeah. And, and, and just to just give you a quick example of how this works. Um, I have some I mean, I had some high school students who were with me for more than four or five years and. Um, they were faced with the same situation. They went to um, a college. I think it was. I'm not going to name the college, but it's one of our um, Illinois universities. And because they was training with me for four or five years, they was like, man, they really they really didn't see the value of college because just like high school, there's no application of the knowledge or the curriculum that they're providing. you. So they actually returned and now they had a community college learning, doing technology. Um, pretty much. And so now they're working with me in cybersecurity. It was like, man, we want to go directly into the workforce. We're realizing that they're extracting all of this money from my parents and from us. And we're investing a lot of time into this curriculum that is going to be slow to produce. We're, we're, we're innovators now. We're creators now. We need to make money now. So the education system, whether it's on a collegiate level or even through elementary, we have to change that. Um, my son, um, he's graduating from from college. I mean, from high school and he's looking at colleges, but he's very intelligent. He realized, like, I've been doing IT or technology for since I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old from coding. Now he's doing a little cybersecurity. He's done some um, 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 scripting or programming. So he knows a great deal. And he said, like, man. Kind of like me when I left home at 17, going off into the military, he's like, I'm I want to leave Chicago, but I want to move to California. I say, you know what? I'm gonna give you an eight-week boot camp in cybersecurity so you can be a professional. You can go anywhere in the world that you want to and get a job, and you don't have to have a certification or a degree because you have it in your head. Talk so about that, that's when you talk about um paper to paper. That's an example of a, a young man who's 18 now who wants to move to California. I'm going to give him the tools where well, he already have the tools. He already have the intelligence. He's a problem solver. He's a um, creative thinker. He he can go out there. He have the skills thanks to Akaben and yeah. surrounding him with mentors like yourself. They realize that man, we the world is our playground. Yes, are intelligent. We don't have to really rely on an institution to validate our intelligence or a piece of paper to validate our intelligence. We were born intelligence. I so love, I so love what you're talking about, Zaki. And that is using uh, the college platform and degrees as a platform yes. to actually expand the impact that's already a part of you that was yeah. input by mentors yes. and even when you think of it from an, an indigenous standpoint when you think of booker t washington and george yes. washington carver these individuals who made great um impacts into our society then that has 
actually are impacting us today uh, were able to affect uh, culture, not only because of their head knowledge, but because they had hand application knowledge. And so let, let me ask you, how do people get in touch with you to learn more you know, about these uh, particular programs? Um, how can they reach out to you uh, just to get a, a little bit more information besides the paper-to-paper -paper, uh, uh, discussion? Well, they can e email me. Um, my email address is pz, as in Zaki, young77 at gmail.com, pzyoung77 at gmail.com. My website is urbantechacademy.org, so they can go online, take a look at some of the programs that I'm doing. Um, I work in the um, elementary schools, high schools. I do um, workforce development training. I'm actually looking to, um, to hire some young men um, through, the, through this jobs program that I'm doing, um, usually high school, um, eight, I mean, what is it, 14 and older. And so if they're interested in basketball, if they're interested in um, mentoring, finding a mentor, if they're interested in music production, engineering, um, digital film and media. So my goal is to, to find them where they are. Yeah. If you're interested in sports, I got something for you. If you're interested <laughs> in making beats or music, I got something for you. If you're interested in just putting some money in your pocket and you need a, a after school job, I got something for you. If you want to learn computer hardware, how to take a computer apart, put it back together, fix a laptop, fix a desktop, or just have some, some entrepreneurship um, training. And that's what it's all about. We're teaching you how to be young entrepreneurs. We're teaching you how to feed yourself. Because I remember um, back in the day, and this is just going back. I remember when I was probably 10 years old, I used to go to the corner store and bag groceries. Come on now. By the time of 13 or 14, I was cutting grass. I was throwing newspapers, you know, delivering newspapers. I was always finding ways to support myself and to support my family. You and know, I, no. go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I, I didn't want to interrupt. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. And, and, and a lot of times a man with a job has a certain value system. Come on. That no one can take away from you. If you're able to feed yourself, that tells a lot about you. And that, you know, what? Are. that that was the point that I, I, I wanted to make, because in indigenous uh, practices within culture, any culture, there was a necessity for the young person to understand the, the knowledge of feeding themselves, clothing, shelter, healing, and protecting. Yes. Those were just a part of society and culture so that as you integrated your, yourself into the system uh, that, uh, that was self-sustaining at the time, you were adding to it and not taking away from it. Yeah, man, this and you, 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 man, you've really uh, uh, encouraged me, and I'm glad that you've uh, taken this time out to speak with us. But before we let you go, man, we had a, just a couple of more questions, man, because I'm interested at the time in your life right now with the wisdom uh, that you have and the, the number of, of youth that you have impacted and will be impacting. If you had an opportunity to go back in time and talk to your 16-year-old self, what do you think would be one of the uh, most important uh, values or 
tools or, you know, that you would share with yourself? With my 16 year old self. Yeah. I would probably say, um, be a little bit more focused. Mm. That's about it. Focus. That's interesting. Why, why the term focus? Focus because I realize that um, just like our young people today, we have been influenced by entertainment. Talk about it. Music, sports. We spend a lot watch television. We spend a lot of time watching TV. We spend a lot of time utilize, using our cell phone, just sitting there four or five hours looking at a cell phone. Yes, two even three as hours watching TV. Yeah, even as adults, we have to get out of that. Even as adults. Yes. Focus. If yeah. I was taking advantage of all the time, free time I had available as a 16-year-old, and I was, if I was a fine a mentor who was a multi-millionaire. Come on now. Say, man, teach me, pour all that, kind of like what I did on the construction site. If I would have done that at 16. Oh, where would we be now, where right? Where would we be now? You know, and that's, that's what I, those are the things that, that's why I try to surround my son by people who are not professional entertainers, rappers, athletes. I surround them about around people in the industry, people yeah. who are like yourself, who are actually um, talking, pouring something in them that no one can take away from them, whether it's entrepreneurship or whether it's just some life skills and basic understanding of the world that we live in, yeah. something that people can't take away of you. That helps young men get focused. So parents, I just advise you all, just like a 16 year old, of myself, I, my parents was to advise me. They probably did. I probably didn't listen mm. or wasn't re quite ready for it. Mm. But find someone that's going to pour nothing but bright ideas and, I mean, stuff that people pay millions of dollars to sit at the foot of Bill Gates or um, what's my guy from B. Johnson and all these other people pay to be in a room with people of that type of intelligence. That's right. Those are people out here giving it for free. It's, yes. it's at no cost. That's right. That's right. Talk about it. And, but hey. we, we are quick to pay a $30,000 a year for college, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't give $10,000 to a, a person on a job who's got all this wealth of knowledge that can actually give your, your child something that no one can take them, take away from them. We That's would right. pay, for them to go do an, we wouldn't even force them to do an apprenticeship program, like because they don't want to do it. It's not what they want. No. Yeah. Sometimes parents knows best, and right. and it took a lot of time to convince my son because he was thinking MBA. He's very, he's very gifted, but he didn't even finish two his final two years of basketball because he realized that. My 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 lottery ticket, or my my um my good luck charm, or my my um my talent is I'm more talented in the mind than I I am athletically gifted. 
my gifts are inside my head. Yes. What a process. And it took time. Yeah, it did. It's a it's a process. Even and I'm just thinking about the relationships, even with my own kids, and and allowing them with that room to be able to navigate that space and provide that guidance and mentorship through what through being that example. Yes, being that example and doing it. And so uh, before we close out, uh, we had one we wanted we had one more that we wanted to throw at you, Baba Zaki, and that was is. That is there a favorite, maybe a favorite book that you had, maybe a movie or uh, something that you wanted to share uh, that strongly impacted you from your uh, in your professional career? Oh, growing up, I mean, there was there was plenty of books from Francis Cress's Well Seen to um, to, um, you know, ISIS paper, um, Destruction yeah. of a Black Civilization. Yeah. Um, I even when I was doing in college, I was I had my own marketing and entertainment company, my own restaurant. So I was from guerrilla marketing. So I learned a lot just from understanding marketing aspects of marketing. But yeah. um, today, a lot of students that I'm working with are uh, I mean, they're falling victim to the criminal justice system. So right now I'm currently reading uh, Michelle's Alexander, the new Jim Crow. Yeah, it's such an enlightening um, book. And a lot of things that I can speak to young people about as far as understanding our cultural experience as coming from greatness to going through our struggles with um, slavery to civil rights and what we're dealing with right now. And how do we actually begin the process? Because I'm thinking of computer terminology. How do we begin the process of rebooting or reprogramming our hard drive, which is our mind, to actually um, fill it with um, with with information or um, with with data that's going to benefit us, not uh, harm us, or, or cause problems in our near future. How do we go through that process? Um, reprogramming our young people. Wow! Um, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Man, you are opening up a whole nother dimension for us to have another broadcast. Wow! Have another interview, man. I, I you know what? I don't want to extend our time uh, much longer because I, I think that the 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 material uh, that you have shared with us today, I want uh, our audience to actually have opportunity to uh, stomach that and receive that, and go back and, and watch and uh, grab some of those uh, those tidbits that were shared. But we definitely, uh, Baba Zaki, are going to have to have you back. I wanted to thank you, man, for uh, giving us your time and your talent. And uh, man, we really appreciate you, man. You are welcome. You are welcome. Anytime. Um, like I said, if you have people interested, um, I work on this on the um, west side of Chicago, the Austin community. Yeah. I also work on, in Inglewood on the south side of the community. So strategically, I'm placed in two of the most dangerous communities in Chicago. And my goal is to change the world that we live in because my my children have to um, have to coexist with a lot of the people, um, young people that I interact with and your children do as well. So to make it a safer Chicago, to make it a more peaceful Chicago, I think that um, brothers like myself, and I'm not just one, there's many out there doing this That's right. work. That's right. Remember, our goal is to take your children and provide them with some skills and some tools that's gonna help them survive this, um, this, this, pretty, this, this life that we're dealt. Yes. And that's the reason for this particular online discussion. And we're going to have more with other uh, professionals of today sharing on the same uh, topic about 
our uh, youth navigating their career paths and knowing the under uh, understanding the importance of the self-sustaining uh, skill sets of working with their hands. So before we go, uh, Bob, I want you to share with us again how we can uh, reach out and touch touch you uh, to get more information about what it is that you do. Okay. Um, my email address is pzyoung77 at gmail.com, pzyoung77 at gmail.com. Um, my website is urbantechacademy.org, and it's a nonprofit organization here in Chicago. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Baba Zaki Young. I really appreciate it. And uh, we're about to go ahead and close out. This is your host, Coach Green Jean, the Manager Director of Harmonic Connection Plus, lead uh, instructor and developer of the 3H pre-apprenticeship uh, workshop. If you have any questions or concerns regarding that particular uh, workshop, you can also get in contact with me at coachgreengene.com. That's coachgreengene.com. Thank you for joining us for this amazing interview discussion. And uh, we hope and look forward to you guys joining us for our next uh, interview discussion on paper versus paper. Take care. Bye-bye.